<laughs> Guys, a little suspense for you at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought I'd try my hand at some more sound effects. Uh, cool. Welcome back. Who needs a soundboard <laughs> when, you, when you are the soundboard? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can reference them faster in my head than I could on the keyboard anyway. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, welcome to episode 24. This is Clash, sibling rivalry podcast. I am one of your hosts, Night Hoot, and with me is... Your boy, Tesla. What's good? What's good? Holding down that record button. You guys didn't know, but like, there's literally a big red button that he just holds for an hour and a half while we record this. It is a big red button. I do not hold it, thankfully. <laughs> Don't... Look, just perpetuate my lies, okay? I just I check it every five seconds, though, to make sure it's still glowing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so uh, if you hate our terrible jokes and sound effects, as always, you can email us at <laughs> siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. That's siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. And you can find me on Twitter at T-I-F-F-I-N-I-J-21. And you can find me at Y-O-T-I-Z-Z-L-E-R. And with that, let's get into it. What'd you do this week? so now that you've now that you've come down off of your borderlands high <laughs> so i'm still playing borderlands not as crazy <laughs> as i was i'm just kind of taking my time with it playing it mad casual now um but this week i've surprisingly been playing mad mobile games like, yeah I, I, I was i saw this note in the agenda and i was like startled yeah, so i want to so hear about this the first thing i have here is apple arcade i may have been wrong <laughs> so <laughs> the reason i say that is like so before I had a very, when I talked about it last time, I had, I think, a very surface level um, impressions of it. And at first it did look like just kind of the most generic mobile games just on a subscription plan. But after spending more time with the games on there, like they're really, they're, they're still mobile games, like they're tailored to mobile, but they're really like creative and really like, like not what you would think of. Like, for example, so there's this game on there called hold on, let me pull it up it's called bleak sword and let me think of the best way to describe it so first of all it's got like this really unique Ble- i'm sorry just before you go into a bleak sword sounds like a dark Souls <laughs> yes spin-off. it is it's not it's not a dark Souls spinoff but it's very dark souls inspired but it's so just so you guys know i'm looking at nothing i i know nothing it's literally from the title he just said that i said that that's how much i talk about dark Bleak souls probably sword. <laughs> but it's got a kind of unique art style art style so it's all pixelated so it's um how do, how do i say not like real realistic or anything it's 2d pixelated black and it's white more only. retro yeah retro black and white only it's a top-down look to it and you're this very generic like almost stick figure guy with a sword and a shield and it's basically somebody created a one thumb Dark Souls. So how this works is like you have it has this overworld map and these different locations and each location has like Super Mario World style levels. So like one, 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 two, one, three, one, four. And you basically go into each level and there's basically just monsters that you have to clear to move to the next level. And what's cool about it is that they made these mechanics work with one thumb. So basically uh there's a couple of actions you can take you can swing your sword which is you hold your thumb and then swipe it in the direction of the enemy and you'll do a light attack um you can hold it a little longer and they're like these visual flashes on screen to let you know you can hold it a little longer swipe it and you'll do a heavy attack 
um, there's a stamina bar that these use, and then you have a parry and you have a dodge. And that's basically the only four actions you can do. <coughs> and so basically, like, and say an enemy's about to hit you, you can time it just like Dark Souls. You tap the screen at the right moment and it does a parry, which you can then swipe into a counterattack. Or you can basically just roll out the way, swipe in any direction, and you'll do a dodge. Um, so it's basically you're just doing that throughout these levels, and then there's a boss fight at the end of each world, just like Dark Souls. And it's all about memorizing monster attack patterns, just like Dark Souls. So some way, somebody came up with this really cool one-tap control scheme. It's really smooth, like it's not fumbly. Like, you can tell it was built just for mobile. Like, it's kind of, it does this kind of lock-on thing to the enemy, so you don't have to be super precise. Um, but that one, I that was one of the games where I was like, wow, this is actually really fun. Like, I, I'm i actually thinking about this game while I'm not playing it, which is kind of <laughs> weird for a mobile game. Now, um, I was going to say, is this like a two-screen game where did you have something on in the background, or did you find that you were completely sucked into it? No, nah, so it's... I think just because of the nature of mobile games for me, like for one, it's a really small screen. For two, it's they're usually very simplistic looking. So I just turn the sound all the way down, put something on in the background, and play it like that. That's for any mobile game and most handheld games too. I do that. Um, and that's the other thing about this game. There's these fully texted out stories, and they're like moving, animated, but it's still these like pixel people. But it does this like zoom in, really dramatic like movie style view. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, but then I just wanted to talk about some other highlights on there. So there's this game called, uh, where is it? Grindstone, which is kind of like a puzzler, but it's, it's not like a match three or anything like that. It's kind of a different take on it. So it's like, you're in this grid and there are these monsters around you and you have to basically, it's kind of like connect the dots. Like how many same color monsters can, can you connect? And then each turn, uh, there are these monsters that can attack you and each turn there are more and more of those so you're basically your movement options become more and more limited and you kind of have to figure out how to navigate these spaces and then exit before it gets so hard that it's impossible like all your paths to the exit are blocked um, so that's pretty cool it's got this like adventure time uh, art style to it um, okay. you're like this viking and it's very gory too <laughs> like it's like you're hacking these monsters in half and like blood is flying out of them type of thing um so that's also cool i don't so know if some I, variety there there's yeah there's a lot of variety um ocean horn too and all these games too remind me of games that normally would be like you know how sometimes you'll see like a 399 or like a 299 game like yeah. you just buy it and play it um it's basically those but i think the idea was that with the subscription model um devs don't have to worry about putting in microtransactions in order to make enough money off of their game they just i'm sure apple probably just pays them a lump sum up front and that covers whatever they needed to cover for that game right um, but then some other things there's ocean horn 2 which is i don't know if you're familiar with ocean horn 1 but it was kind of like a mobile version of a link to the past pretty much um, but with a more kind of over the top top down 3d mo uh, art style to it ocean horn 2 is breath of the wild but on mobile, oh. like literally, oh jeez, they yeah, like literally, it looks like they're like we're trying to make Breath of the Wild on mobile. So that's Ocean Horn too. Um, they were like, this is where our our inspiration went, so we have to go the same direction. Yeah, I guess. pretty much. Um, I'm not mad at it though because it works. Like the the mobile controls, like I said, they're simple, but they they work and they're not frustrating, which I think is the most important thing for mobile. Um, but yeah, there's uh, another game called Hexaflip too. Um, this is the last one I'll mention from 
here but it's basically this like you you play as a literal hexagon and you're mm-hmm. flipping on tiles of hexagons but mm-hmm. you can only flip in uh six directions because you're a hexagon obviously and you basically right. have to tap to flip in certain directions and avoid like traps on the level and stuff and there's like uh jumps and platforms that teleport and like spikes and hammers that'll hit you and um so that's pretty cool um that's kind of that one i can actually picture in my head yeah um and that one's i would say probably the most mobily feeling it's got those like very simplistic designs that we were talking about those like minimalist um everything's kind of one or two or three colors um and then just flat or a lot of flat surfaces um but yeah apple arcade i'm gonna keep um i'm gonna keep messing around with the games on here especially while i have this free trial and i don't know i may end up actually keeping this at least for a little while um and you should let me too if you want to try it out too because six people can be on one one plan so yeah might as well i I was like i should do that because i was like wasn't there a family part about this i'm family Family." yeah it's just five dollars for six (laughs) people family (laughs) Family. it's fast and furious (laughs) but nah shouts out to apple for that um for doing a decent job with that and then still on the mobile game front not separate from apple arcade i played mario kart tour i know you've heard about this Um, now i heard now all i saw about this and this was doing research prior to the show was that I just saw an angry uh, headline that said, uh, if they think I'm going to pay $4.99 a month yeah. for Mario Kart, they're crazy <laughs> or something like that. So that's the funny thing about it. Nintendo decided to include a subscription into the, in the, inside of the game that costs the same amount as Apple Arcade. And uh, what you get with this subscription, so you can play the game free and still pretty much get almost everything for free. Um, but the, what the subscription gets you is these like gold tier carts and characters um that you wouldn't normally get and you also get the 200 cc mode which is okay. uh the fastest racing ridiculous mode. yeah but i don't think it's that i don't think it's that big a deal because like this is you really don't need to pay that five dollars a month to play or enjoy the game you can literally they give you a decent amount of like gems which is the paid currency to get um to get enough carts and racers to get you through very well like i'm on stage like seven or eight or something like that and i haven't paid any money um and right now too it's also you're just racing against npc characters this is actually another weird weird thing that people were like kind (coughs) of weird about like so they'll put you in these races with npc characters but they're named like real players would name their characters so it'll be like joe xx25 it'll be like kitty man 42 <laughs> like oh jesus and and then they'll, they'll throw in like random japanese names in there too and it's like why like nintendo why are you trying to trick me to think that i'm playing with real players when i'm not now you know that was just like that was just something fun that one of them could do like one of the one of the devs you mean or like yeah oh, he was like I'm that's more what it, it feels more like that than to make it feel like you're racing with, with actual competitors but it's weird because like i thought i was at first like <laughs> but then you you start winning a whole bunch of races like back to back and you're like there's no way these could be real people these like, are all 12 year olds <laughs> yeah you're like there's on a no farm way. there's 12 year olds on a mario kart farm somewhere <laughs> that they just have logged in 24 7 just, just playing, playing these, these games no you will not lose if you lose you get another five hours 
they're reason. playing they're playing for candy and sleep yeah but, but <laughs> <laughs> nintendo is running a slave train over there. it's a mario kart Child farm. labor <laughs> oh man but nah. it sounded amazing and then when you got there <laughs> ten, you realized what 10 it was days about. later your thumbs are bleeding <laughs> but not nah, uh it's cool it's a cool game other than those two things like they're gonna add multiplayer soon which they've uh they actually say it in the game that they're gonna have multiplayer soon so i'm gonna look forward to that the controls are a little weird um i still think i could have designed better controls so basically they make you choose between good steering or good drifting like you can't do both at the same time and basically you play with one thumb and with with the drifting controls on when you tap whenever you tap the screen you start a drift so you tap the screen and swipe right to drift right you tap and swipe left to drift left drift left but the thing is with this you can't steer the the basic the way you steer in this mode is like swiping like constantly like yeah because i was gonna say are you like holding your thumb like on the screen and then going left and right or you just straight up like turn 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 (laughs) so if you're in the drifting mode you can't hold your thumb down or you're gonna constantly be drifting and you're gonna hit like every wall so the only way to turn there is like little micro swipes which feels really dumb and not fun (laughs) <laughs> and then the other way the good steering way you basically can't control it's hard to control when you drift so are you holding your phone horizontal like a steering wheel no it's always vertical which okay. is the kind of weird part about it um so with that mode you can hold your thumb down i still wouldn't because it kind of makes you swerve a little bit but you can then you basically just swipe to turn instead of swipe to drift and to initiate a drift you basically have to hold a turn for long enough to drift but the thing is you can't start your drift early because you'll just turn so it's kind of this weird like they make you choose between which you want to be better at drifting or turning Mm -hmm. um and i don't know why they do that i feel like you could just like have a double tap to start a drift or something like that like i don't think it was that difficult to make a better control scheme than what they yeah or what about that what about that knock that knock aspect like they, sh- they should take advantage of that oh like shake it or whatever or you know like uh because even mine's a six and it's like when you press down on the screen you get that click effect oh uh, so you the, know what i'm talking about yeah they actually got rid of that in ios 13 like, oh wow for, yeah because okay. i don't think i think they're just get, giving up on that feature i guess it, i don't know save money or whatever but, that's how i read my emails yeah i liked it i didn't think there was a problem <laughs> with it. i don't know why they took it out but yeah people were probably just pressing too long <laughs> they always got the push actions by accident but what about the um you might be going into it but the tracks um tracks are decent uh they do this are they thing repeats of like the actual game yeah no so they're designed specifically for this game you um, see how you said that did you hear that slip that freudian slip you just called the other games the actual game they are the actual games like i'm so, not so what it, so what is this <laughs> it's the mobile version of mario it's the inferior version <laughs> Like if Sorry. I see somebody, I, John, if I see somebody say they can, like they can beat me in Mario Kart Mobile, I'm gonna be like, okay, you play me in the real game. Like, what do you mean? No, I just love that you said that because it's like playing Pokemon Go with my friend. I'm just like, well, in the real game, <laughs> it's like this yeah, isn't real. Absolutely, this isn't real. yeah, it's not real. They didn't even let you battle for like two years after the, until after the game came out. Um, but nah, it's it's they do this thing with the tracks where like they'll fl- they'll do the reverse track like so they'll do you'll play the standard track in like one cup and then like in the next cup you might play the reverse track 
Um, so there's a little bit of padding there. I'm not sure exactly how many tracks there are, but I mean, they're decent enough. Like I can't complain about them. So, I, so are they ones you've seen before? They're themed, definitely like ones you've seen before. Okay, like, but they're, they're not. They're not. It's the not like map. um like that one I think of all the time. The uh, the toad the toad um not freeway. I'm trying. Uh, to it's like Toad's Turnpike or something. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So there is like there'll be like a Toad themed map. Like the background will look familiar, but okay, it's not the exact it's, shape. It's a, okay. Like it's not the exact curves and stuff okay. like that. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I think I'm a. There's also no stats on the carts. Like instead of the different like turn speed and drift speed and all that, all the mm-hmm. carts are the exact same. But based on the cart for that race you'll you might get something like three power-ups instead of one two power-ups instead of one or you might get like triple three times points two times points um for like equipping a different glider or something like that so okay that's um, different yeah it's kind of it's kind of i don't want to say dumbed down but dumbed down um, yeah. for mobile which makes sense so i mean it's fun enough to keep playing like i'm not i'm not mad at it and i'm not super mad about the subscription even though it is five dollars which is the same price as apple arcade which is kind of crazy um a month yeah it seems like nintendo has been like switching up the 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 microtransactions for every single game every single mobile game like they just want to try a different microtransaction like, <laughs> scheme um but yeah so that's pretty much uh what i've been doing mobile game wise i've been also been playing a lot of dual links on mobile but uh nothing new with that i'm trying to get to to uh master of games in ranked in ranked before <laughs> uh the last day is today so that's probably what i'm going to be doing after this i'm on so it goes bronze it's seven tiers of each rank it goes bronze seven uh silver seven gold seven platinum seven and then master of games after platinum seven um Good Lord. and i'm on platinum three and like a half right now i'm like two wins from going to platinum four so it's starting to get kind of hard now, but I, I have faith that I can make it. It's just now starting to get hard. Yeah, yeah. So I, I accidentally, yeah, I accidentally made this deck, and I'm not even like lying. Like I accidentally made this deck that's just like unstoppable. Um, it's like a red eyes deck, but I won't get too too into it because there's a lot of there's a lot of detail I could go into. Nerd. Yeah, <laughs> Duel Links is fire. I've spent too much money on Duel Links too. <laughs> like that's one mobile game I'll I'll spend. It's okay. Money on. I bought like a crap ton of incubators this week, and I'm not proud of myself. <laughs> it's always the incubator. Gotta hatch some eggs, man. I gotta hatch some eggs. I feel like the last time I played, don't they give you a lot more eggs now than they used to? Yeah, because you get eggs every time. So when I did that one mission where I had to get a bunch of friends, like now I have like thirty friends, and every time you open a <laughs> friends basket, you. If you have an open egg slot, you'll get an egg. Oh wow! Hmm. So then they so the friendship eggs are seven kilometers, and the egg can literally be any Pokemon, right? No, for it's different. So yeah, two kilometers have specific Pokemon. Five uh, have specific. The friendship eggs have specific, and then the tens have specific. So got you. Okay. Yeah, that makes. But sense. anyway, that's the best way to get the candy. So hatch the eggs. eggs. Got you. So I'm just like I had this visual as like what if you just in the real world running around with like all these incubator tanks on your belt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like nine eggs hanging off your belt. You're just You're like just a walking them. daycare, yeah. Oh, it's horrible. That's hilarious. Um but the last thing I did, and this one won't take super long, I started that show that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Uh, so I call this show uh Assassin's Civ as in assassin's creed civilization because it reminds me of 
uh, when you play as Ezio and you have to build up that city, you have to keep coming back to bring money yeah. to build up the city. That's what this anime. Felt Wait, so like. you already watched the show? Because I was like, how, seen, I was about to say, how did you know that? <laughs> I've seen like maybe five or six episodes. Okay, yeah, that's I about where like, I'm at. Finished it or anything? But yeah, like that's how I saw it described, and then as I was watching it, I was like, yeah, I feel it. It's cool though. Like I like that. Other than, I think uh, Dr. Stone kind of has that now, too, but this town building aspect to it that you mm-hmm. don't really see in a lot of shows. Um, but it feels like, a, I think, a real adventure. Um, it doesn't super, while it does have a lot of the, like, it is really isekai, it doesn't, I don't know why it doesn't feel super isekai, even though it has, like, the, the video game voice talking to you, or talking yeah. to the main character and stuff. Um, it feels super, uh, not feels like they're just in a fantasy world kind of well i was gonna say not hardcore etchy but it's got some aspects of that fan service yeah where it's it's like boobs yeah (laughs) yeah it definitely does it's like Um, slime and boobs it's weird i like that i like the whole op protagonist thing um yeah that's a cool thing that a lot of shows kind of started doing now um and i don't know it's just it's been good so far i think the very first episode with the dragon and I won't say too much about it because this is kind of a like charming thing. That was yeah, kind of like what it's got me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this show is kind of, kind of, kind of cool, kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna keep watching that and probably give another update once I finish it. Um, nice. I'd recommend it too, though. So far, but yeah, I got. I was watching that simultaneously with Goblin Slayer, and I got more into Goblin Slayer. So really? That's the only reason I fell off of the slime one. Yeah, it's funny because the depiction of goblins is polar opposite. <laughs> oh, it, it super is. It's, <laughs> like, like they they look similar, mm-hmm. but yeah, their behavior is completely so opposite. Different. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. How about yourself? um i've been playing more games this week um like we were just talking about a second ago pokemon go has taken up a lot of the time i did (laughs) finally did a a five-star raid it was an interesting situation Mm -hmm. um i was like 40 minutes i would say yeah 40 minutes from where i live in a town with like near to no cellular reception oh gosh um and so my friend's phone didn't have cellular so i had to like hotspot them off my one bar of reception mm-hmm. um and we were sitting in this library parking lot it's nine it's like nine o'clock at night yeah and we had gone on one of no the reddit forums <laughs> we had <laughs> gone on one of the reddit forums and we were like hey like we knew that people raided in this town and so send out a message like hey there's 50 minutes on this egg like we're gonna wait for it to hatch whatever and so this one guy responds he's like yeah i got three with me i'll be there and so we're like oh wow reddit works like that well i think it was reddit it was either reddit or like it was a group we found on reddit and we were messaging them on facebook messenger oh that's so that happens it's like all of a sudden like we had been pokemon for like five hours at that point we're just getting all hype and Mm -hmm. we're sitting there waiting and then like like a car pulls up one guy pulls up Nobody talks. Just look at each other through the windows awkwardly. Mm-hmm. And then a van pulls up, um, parks on the other side of the parking lot. And for whatever reason, he gets out of his car. He's got three phones in his hand. <laughs> what? <laughs> and so we're just like, this is serious. <laughs> oh, my God. And the funniest part, like, the the reason I'm telling this story is because it's like, it was two dads. Like, yeah. it was very clearly, like, two dads. Like, two dads and, that were together? Yeah, well, no, like two dads that have kids and oh. they came here without their children. <laughs> God, that's funny. And like, 
and I, I kept wanting to be like, are those your kids' phones? <laughs> Here, give me your phone. But, I'll, I'll only be gone for 30 minutes, I swear. <laughs> Dad, so it's like, <laughs> you were gone for two hours last time. <laughs> we just kept telling the story. It's like, he's like, come on, kids, get in the van. We got to go. It's time to raid. And they're just like asleep. And he's like, well, I'm just going to take their phones. That's funny. Yeah, so we queue up in the raid. And raid happens fairly quickly. Um, usually, I think you get about 160 seconds for a raid. But for the five star, it would seem we got like 260 seconds. Okay um and then like uh, i don't think me and my friend like my friend i think was level 30 29 and i'm like level 25 okay and i don't think we did that much damage so we were definitely carried so i got a gear <laughs> a giratina out of Ooh, that raid giratina giratina was it um, um I, regular or or origin form um, i don't know it looks <laughs> it looks like an elephant elephant okay, is that's gray regular. Yeah, and it, it's black and yellow it's regular. not a shiny one okay does it um, have legs still like is it standing yes okay yeah that's regular uh, okay but Origin so yeah cool got too. that i've gotten gengar now i was really hyped when i got gengar the first time i've gotten gengar like four times now so Gengar's he's top like tier. old news i have like three gengars <laughs> oh, um, geez. but yeah so a lot of that this week and try and catch some other raids um and then i also saw that mr mime or mime jr was added to pokemon go so mime jr <laughs> i think i have to get him through an egg so again incubators yeah it's all about incubators you can only get baby pokemon through the eggs right right okay gotcha um you can you can also trade them but it's an expensive trade that no one ever oh you gotta to pay do. to trade it's no tra- it's it's expensive as in your stardust okay, and gotcha, gotcha. if you're like me where you're trying to power up your pokemon you're not trying to use stardust on trades that. okay gotcha. yeah gotcha, gotcha. um trade and trading is cheaper between friends so like when you make friends in the game the more you do stuff with that friend like trade or gift yeah like your friendship level builds and then trading uh, and stuff like that becomes cheaper and then battling with your friend like you get more damage the higher your friendship level is so that's a nice feature that we've been abusing yeah um and then the last thing i discovered with that is lucky trades so we me and my friend have basically created this routine that we do is like catch a bunch of pokemon doesn't matter what kind of crap it is and just trade everything because there's a chance that when you trade uh your pokemon will become lucky and mm-hmm. all that essentially means is that that pokemon now you can upgrade them for like half the price Ooh. of a normal one and on top of that the pokemon becomes three stars i also figured nice. out the appraisal system this week so <laughs> I, I, having a three-star pokemon is very beneficial i don't even think they had that when i played like back when i really played i think they did but i didn't really? understand what it meant Okay, yeah gotcha. i remember looking at it like because the little your little uh leader your team leader will pop up in the corner and be like hey mm-hmm. this pokemon here are these pokemon stats which team and, are like, you by the way articuna in- instinct is that I, yellow okay look yes oh, okay so <laughs> i should very much be team mystic because i like articuno and i yeah. like the color blue That's but i, I answered it. i answered the questions truthfully and they put uh, me on instinct so that's where i am interesting um but yeah, so that's still going. Um, I also finished Aliens. Um, I honestly, um, I don't want to give spoilers, even though it's an older game. But the, the way the game ends, I honestly thought I had lost or got some kind of bad ending. I love that, by the way. For a few seconds, and then something happens, and you're like, oh, okay, okay. Was it a payoff? Um, but, a big, pay- a good payoff? 
the whole i would say the last leg of the game is just like fire and explosions like wow. um there were a couple places where i thought i was going to be hard stuck because um there's a section after a while where you think you've gotten rid of the alien and then more than one shows up <laughs> jeez and i was very low on materials at this point so there was a section where i was just i must have repeated it like 20 times because i was just trying to figure out any and every way to get past him and it was like he was everywhere and you know there's no way they're gonna fight each other like no of <laughs> course not no they way. work together <laughs> exactly they don't even do that thing where they like hiss at each other they yeah. don't even do that they're jeez. Um, so it, it was very like uh towards the end i wanted i was waiting for it to be more satisfying than it was but it was still good right right and i like when the credits came up i just had like a quiet applause to myself because mm. i'm like this was just such a like solid well done game yeah hard and then it, uh, oh sorry go, oh, ahead. go ahead i was gonna say hard oh. hard games in general like they they have endings because i i feel like hard games endings tend to have the most curveballs to them though i think those are the endings that i am like most curious about it like when i play games right and i was i i have to say i you know since we play game a lot of games on playstation you tend to put it in rest mode when you're done um i actually don't i, I don't use that mode at all oh, I hate, oh not yeah. rest mode i'm sorry like you, suspend, you just right? you suspend that's yeah. right that's yeah, what i, I, I don't use it for some reason i don't like turning on my playstation to a game on i like to turn it on and be at the dashboard it's a really oh, well, weird thing <laughs> oh, it's like rest, rest mode usually will put you at the dashboard if that's where you leave it. But anyway, yeah. the uh, I was just uh, shocked when I like loaded it up one time. I was like, oh, this is Sega's name is on this game. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. What did Sega do? Wow. I don't know. They publish it? Like maybe? But you know, with the title cards, they don't really say Sega. what they do. But I was like, oh, Sega. That's weird. Um, but yeah, that it, it's just and. I want to say, like, the acting, the outward acting, the acting of the NPCs around you is very stilted, other oh, okay. than the alien. Um, of course, there's a bunch of androids, <laughs> so they're going to sound robotic. But... I love the androids. Like, from all the clips and videos I've seen, I love the androids. <laughs> like, just the stuff What are you say. doing? Stop that. Don't make me chase you. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it's so off-putting. <laughs> this will be easier if you stop running. <laughs> oh, no, it um, won't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's all still did but your character like the moments that you hear her voice and when she does emote you're yeah. like whoa like you forget she almost reminds you of like the dangerousness of the situation and like what you're really going through because um, you. you can get lost in like the mechan the game mechanic aspect and you're like oh wait this chick is like literally by herself trying to survive on this abandoned shit with a monster yeah like she's got um, it worse than you as the player who's also scared. yeah so it's like sometimes <laughs> it's like you'll run into an area and it'll go like into a cutscene for like a half second mm -hmm. of her just like she'll be like sobbing to herself for oh like a second gosh. and you're like oh god <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> yeah it's gotta be a horrible situation um so yeah overall like that game that's a hard like what, eight out of ten nine which, out of ten for me which abandoned or like like messed up place would you rather be in the 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 raccoon city police center or that the alien spaceship god it, i'd probably be rather be stuck in the police station because at With least Mr. i don't X? have to worry about 
yeah because at least i don't have to worry about he's not gonna come through the vents that's true that's very true <laughs> and i'm not gonna accidentally get myself sucked out into space <laughs> there's not gonna be a second mr x there were so many sections of this game where it's like she's staring the alien dead in the eyes and it's like she looks at an airlock button looks at the alien Hits looks the at an airlock, airlock button. button and it's just like oh, oh my god my goodness yeah god, I, how many times can we do this i would pick the police center too especially because you can like <laughs> i feel like you can defend yourself better too with the things it's like that were i can there. just we could just juke mr x all day like you can't really yeah. juke the alien yeah, at nah. all once he sees you you're done yeah you're pretty much done for like i would say once you get the flamethrower you feel a little bit like there was a couple areas where it felt like the alien was just like an annoying like possum or something that will just, just like scare, scare him away or, like. yeah like he, you can flame him and then he'll just go and he'll like <laughs> leave he'll leave via the nearest like exit yeah um and i would use that primarily it's like if there was a door that i had to like Get um to. like laser open or something i had to do uh, something that took a little bit of time i would wait for him to show up flame him and then that, i knew that would give me at least like 20 seconds it before he time would come basically back. okay yeah yeah Gotcha. but uh, yeah like i threw molotovs at him i threw pipe bombs at him they didn't yeah. do anything um <laughs> oh there was one time where i had nothing mm-hmm. and i i had nothing flame wise i had a, i had some shotgun rounds and he <laughs> he had cornered me Oh, no. <laughs> and it was and it's like he can't see you he doesn't have eyes but yeah. it's like you like i knew he knew i was there <laughs> and so it was just like uh, i just held the shotgun up and i was like pow, pow, pow. Oh, man. and the first time i had done that it didn't do anything it was like i hadn't shot him the set this time when i was pinched it like actually like stunned him for a second mm-hmm. and like it like green blood it like did some damage and i was like oh and then like as soon as i went to run he just murdered me oh my god yeah. <laughs> like, oh no the alien is something like they really did a good job like was it what's the name ridley scott is that the person name who made it oh yeah ridley scott yeah. and uh hr geiger is they, the one that designed him they did a good job because the alien's form is just like it's the horrifying. way it moves, it's the like, thing of nightmares uh, it's so it has lanky acid and, blood yeah uh, it's crazy oh man but yeah that that game is just solid for me and i was like you can tell like there's not a lot going on in the atmosphere but yeah. you can tell the work they put into the the enemies when you do get to them that's dope um, and then all I'll say is I, I also decided to like watch all of the movies. Um, the be- the first movie is the best movie. I get really? why people say that now. Yeah. And um, it kind of just devolves into because um, the movies are spaced like five and six years apart. And it mm-hmm. kind of just devolves into whatever the actiony trend was at that time that's right. what the movie turns into right and it's like by the time you get to alien resurrection which is like the last one with sigourney weaver in it it's like she's a clone of the original mm. uh ripley and it's like she's so weird and robotic and like she's like i understand that i'm a copy of someone that did this thing and it's like mm it just gets weird so yeah. i was just like yeah first one is the best one second one is pretty good third one is eh. and then <laughs> like the fourth one i accidentally watched before i watched the third one so it just made no sense to me the only thing um, that like stops me or like puts me off from going back and watching the older ones is literally just the practical effects like just how old the effects like technology was back then i feel like that would it, act, they actually it. do a really good job with that <clears throat> um they? 
Yes, and the only the only, there's one scene in the first movie that you'll laugh at because of the practical effects, mm-hmm. and it's like this <laughs> alien pops out of this panel on the wall. It's like some wires, and he he pops out like blah, and it kind of <laughs> looks like it looks like when um the Looney Tunes pop out of the circle at the end of the show. Oh, like that's no. what it because you can tell it's a person in a suit. Gotcha, and not like a like a built creature. So yeah. it just that part made me like laugh out loud a little bit but yeah. other than that like they do a really good job with the rest of the practical effects interesting i know for a fact there will be a reboot one day because i mean that that's that's the same as saying like gremlin gremlin still kind of holds up with their practical effects so gremlins i know the cartoon gremlins there's you a live remember, action gremlins you don't remember the mogwai with the little mogwai he would get wet and then the five gremlins would pop out of his back i don't Oh, I'm ashamed. I've seen that movie so many times. I'm like, how have you not seen that movie? I don't movie? know that I've ever seen that. Oh, my God. Like, um, did we Gizmo? have it on VHS? You don't remember, yeah, you don't remember Gizmo? I really don't. Oh, wow. Okay. I really well, don't. <laughs> that'll be to be continued. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Um, but just to keep it moving, uh, I purchased Game Pass for the two-month, $2 trial. Uh, so far, I've downloaded some stuff. I played some Devil May Cry 5. Quick, quick um, question real quick. Yeah. Do you know if Game Pass is a PC thing, too, or just the console? Yes. It is. Okay. There is a... I was reading about how you can play... What was it? You can play PC games through your Xbox and vice versa. Okay, cool. Um, and then yeah, it shares across. So gotcha. like, I could p- I could play State of Decay on PC if that's something I wanted to do because uh, I own it on Xbox. Cool, cool, gotcha. Um, and so yeah, they were just saying you could hook up your Xbox controller to your PC and play that way too. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I may but, have to yeah. get it and see if they have another free trial whenever I get this laptop. I bring that up to say I think my Xbox might be exclusively for Game Pass now. I think that might it's be good, how. right? Game Pass is good. It's good. I don't it's know if good. I'll have it for every month to month. Like right, I right. might pick it up here and there, but I right. think that's gonna be. I think that's what my Xbox is gonna be for it's, now. It's ten dollars in a month, right? Uh, or is it more than that? For the ultimate one, I think it's fourteen, and then I think for the regular, it's nine ninety nine. Hold up, what's the difference? I, didn't I know don't there were know. Two skews. I was hoping you wouldn't ask because I don't oh, okay. remember exactly I, what the difference is. I honestly didn't know there was two skews. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm pretty sure there is because uh, the trial lets you sign up for the ultimate pass. But I could have sworn probably I comes with two. Xbox Live as well. Probably that would yeah. be my guess. If it's and if then it's there was $5. one that was PC only too. Okay, got you, got you. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to check that out for sure. And that was the PC only one was the lowest tier. But yeah, I really like the free trial I had for that day or two I had an Xbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm definitely going to try uh, Blair Witch probably yes. after this podcast because that's the thing that kind of got me to download it. You have check to. that out. It's terrifying me. Yeah. Um, and then I started Control because that was on sale. Uh, thanks for the heads up, Yo Tesla. No problem. No problem. Um, PS4 sale so- still going on right now, by the way. <laughs> this uh this might take up a little of my time right here because this i this is a weird game this mm-hmm. game beyond the story content okay is a very weird game the mechanics is makes it a weird game really um, so i'll start off by saying uh this game would benefit heavily mm-hmm. from like some type of ob- objective arrow Mm, so one of the things you're introduced to in the very early beginnings of the game is that you're in a building that doesn't have a set space Mm -hmm. 
um, it changes. Um, oh, really? Well, okay. I, I will, it does change. I haven't. It doesn't change on the player, but they tell you that the space outside is does not match the space inside. Okay. Um, and so far, there's like I've seen like there's That's like weird. six <laughs> levels to the building, mm-hmm. and the map. Okay, the map is the most garbage map I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a game that had a map that was this frustrating. I heard there's no like it's hard to tell depth on the map. Yes, you, there will be like four layers in the room you're in, yeah. and you look at the map, and there's no you can't go up and down between the layers. Yeah, so you're just kind of guessing yeah so it's like you'll be following what you think is a hallway and you hit a wall and you're like okay yeah and there's no like objective marker off in the distance like even that would be better than the nothing like you have nothing is it so is it like you have to open the map in order to see your objective like period yes wow there's no mini map either there's no mini map wow. and if you're if you say say you finish a mission mm-hmm. if you get a mission that's in a different sector it, it's only going to show the sector you're in okay so like unless i i mean i'm hoping somebody will uh, like correct me eventually but it's like it, so if i finish there's a place called central executives like the the boardroom the place you start in yeah if i finish a mission in research and the next mission's in central objective i can't see where to go on my map from research i have to get to central executive and then open my map to see where the new objective is got you dang and so that part of that that has been like 80 percent of my time has been trying to figure out how to navigate this building properly i wonder Um, why do you think games like unenclude stuff like the minimap to increase like immersion so there's less on the screen and and i think that i think that with this game what it's going for is like we're not going to hold your hand at all Mm. because your character Uh, in the game comes in not lost but she's searching but she doesn't necessarily know what she's searching for gotcha and so like you're Mm -hmm. basically given the little bit of backstories that her brother when they were little they found something out of the ordinary and then this this um corporation or not this corporation this uh government agency yeah the federal bureau of control snatched her brother when they were little and then covered everything up so she's the only one that remembers anything hmm and so you're you start the game walking into this building mm-hmm. and her going like I'm here to find out what happened to my brother and that's all you pretty much go on. I heard too that there you there's a lot of like audio logs type type. There is a ton. Like that's where most of the story is. So that's another thing for me. Um, I really like. Uh, for those who don't know, and I'm apologizing now if this is somewhat of a spoiler, but this game's been out for a little while. You so had I think your chance. People, kind of know what this game is about but for those who don't know the federal this game is about like the it's called control but it's about the federal bureau of control Mm -hmm. which is basically an an agency an underground agency that like deals with like paranormal ish not really ghosts but like things from a alternate dimension right um and specifically containing entities and objects that come from this dimension so if you're familiar with scp it's very 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 similar to scp Mm -hmm. like when you're reading the case files it literally feels like it's ripped from an scp page scp Um, is a creepypasta for those that aren't aware yeah security containment protocol Mm mm-hmm but um so yeah like you'll read a form like the items that you get early in the game are items that 
help with your ability. So one of the items you get is a floppy disk that <laughs> some for some reason has the ability to move objects. So once you get that floppy disk, you have the ability to te- use telekinesis and move objects. What? Where do um, you put it? I don't. I don't. Because because <laughs> the other thing that you find, the next thing you find is a is a is a horse from a merry-go-round. Oh, so and, they're just kind of random objects that yeah, have like. And, and the horse gives you the ability to do like a quick dash. Interesting. Um, Interesting. And the uh, one thing I will say specifically about gameplay, the shooting is very satisfying. It feels cool. very tight. Um, if this game was going for being a shooter, it's doing that very well. The, mm. the, the back and forth between the launch melee, the telekinesis attacks, and mm. the shooting is so fluid um Correct. it feels natural to like empty a clip and then use your melee like really fast while your clip is reloading and then you just do that over and over again correct me if i'm wrong didn't remedy also make uh max pain or no was um that, i max know they pain made Rockstar? alan wake yeah i know they made alan wake and uh the quantum break i don't know if that I, i'm not sure somebody correct me um but, but anyway um, sorry uh yes they did they were a developer on oh, okay. Max Payne, yes. Cool, yeah, so that explains the good, uh, the good combat. Because <laughs> Max Payne. But yeah, so, uh, and going into, I'm trying to cover everything, this is very difficult, but going into the shooting, the effects of when you hit these characters, because these characters aren't, they're possessed by this, this force, this entity, mm-hmm. um, and so they burst into, like, these weird, like, it looks like the oil, like a rainbow and, like, an oil slick, mm-hmm. that's what they, like, burst into. Mm. And I love my PlayStation. It usually does very well, but this game, the 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 amount of, of yeah. bugs you're experiencing what game. I'm experiencing with Borderlands now. Oh, it's that man. end of the generation struggle. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it it feels like I want to use a, a a less aggressive turn than rape, but it feels like <laughs> it's raping. This software is raping the hardware. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I, I I wanted to say it was giving it the bad touch, but that that doesn't t- describe uh the issues because I've had to close the game and reboot multiple times. Sheesh. Um, and this is not a like save as you go game this is like a checkpoint game right so, uh, so oftentimes yeah. that cost me some progress uh, any hard crashes like where you get the blue screen no hard crashes okay. it just would be like a prompt would just disappear yeah. like a prompt on an item i need to interact with would just disappear yeah. in front of me or um i'm trying to think a couple times like uh the map only the the titles for the areas would learn it load in the actual borders of the map just stop loading in mm-hmm. for a little while um there's a ton of like when you go between your menu and gameplay that lags really bad like to the point where like wow. i'm just spinning and just getting shot up because my camera's trying to catch up to where i am dang really um so yeah, like it's a beautiful game, but like I don't know if there's just not enough power for it or something. So that's been like the only like constant drawback right now. What I'm wondering, and this is a slight sidetrack, but what I'm wondering is if PS5, because you know how all these games are going to be backwards compatible. Yeah. I wonder if you'll be able to put like like a controller Borderlands directly, like play it directly on PS5, and it just performs better, like straight out the box. I have to imagine that it would. Yeah, that's what because that's literally for. what it seems like. Is like it just doesn't have the everything it needs. Right. 
and yeah. it's just jumping to catch up. It's crazy because um, it's only been five years if you think about it since the PlayStation Four has come out. Yeah, but that I mean, you said it's PlayStation Four only had, or I'm sorry, the PS Three had the one before it. I think PS Three only had a six year run. Really? So so I'm like, wow. you know, we're nearing the end because I feel like six years is like yeah. I guess it's just the max. Sh- shorter and shorter. <laughs> pretty much but yeah and to just add to the objective thing again it's like there's been i i'm not afraid of picking up a guide when i'm playing a game because i know if i get too frustrated i'll just give up Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and with this it's like you'll get to areas that you don't know you can't go into yet so there's this one area i got to it's called the ashtray maze Mm -hmm. i didn't know that i need a special thing to get through the maze so i literally just wandered through the maze for like an hour and a half because i thought it was on the way to my objective but it wasn't and i shouldn't (laughs) have been there yet and so it was like by the time i looked that up and figured it out it's like how like there was parts of the game where the character will say like oh i need a key card oh i need to find an alternate route and it was like for an hour and a half i ran through this maze and she didn't say anything Uh. (laughs) and so it's just like just tell me you know maybe i should come back here later or something like that so that as this game can be maddening in that way where it's like you just like you have a map you have signage Mm -hmm. like you pretty much get through this game using the actual in-game signage in the building yo but it's like you'll have all that and you'll still get lost so one thing i think i hate the most is getting lost in games like almost nothing like i would rather have an immersion breaking arrow at my feet pointing me directly to the objective at all times than get lost all the time yeah like i don't like if you're gonna it's not one of those games where it's like getting to the objective is the like a hard game it's not a hard game right it's not survival in any in any way so and you're gonna be fighting people on the way there so that's the challenge so i'm like the challenge shouldn't be me figuring out where to go right and there's no puzzles (laughs) right it's mostly just action no there are puzzles there are puzzles but they're usually very obvious gotcha like you get introduced to them pretty early and then you figure out okay once i go to the next level i see a similar puzzle do that again gotcha um but yeah the but they don't make the getting around seem like a puzzle yeah because they're signs yeah this is (laughs) people worked in this building like (laughs) this is why i think platinum does action games the best because you never get lost in a platinum game and so because i i went into this game thinking it was going to be like a widened hallway Mm -hmm. and i don't know if you're are you familiar with like using the term hallway for a game yeah yeah like a platinum game okay yeah, so yeah. it's like I was thinking it was going to be like a widened hallway where you do some exploring, but ultimately it's funneling you into one direction. Right, and it's it's not like that at all. Right, it's got that it's, awkward openness <laughs> that yes, doesn't need it's to be. The, open. It's got the worst kind of openness where it's, you're just like, can't go here yet. Level six door, you only got level four key. Right. Guess I'll come back here. Guess I'll remember to come back here when I get the key two keys <laughs> from now. Ew. Like. Yeah. that kind of stuff i'm like no like if you're gonna do that give me a way to mark objectives right give, give me a waypoint give me something yeah. so but yeah overall it's an interesting game i'm still going through it the main character talks to you oh cool like directly <laughs> um <laughs> so in her head yeah it's really weird mm-hmm. um and so it's still too weird for me to like get an overall concept of where the story's going but Yo, so I, far it's a solid game it feels like a good game i cannot wait for your death stranding review oh my god i know it's gonna be you even more both. weird than this <laughs> we're gonna have to like take a week off that week <laughs> come back 
<laughs> with all my notes. Figure everything out. Cross yeah. reference. I have to lay out my my spreadsheet. That's too funny. And my map. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, and I'll keep moving. Just in the last thing I'll say this week, in the interest of time, I watched a crap ton of baking shows on Netflix. Like, <laughs> I think I watched all of them. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, shout out to you, great Great British baking Great British ba- baking show is mm. a very solid, well done baking competition. It's very fun to watch. Even though it feels like you're watching TV with your grandmother the whole time, it's mm. still really entertaining. I watched another show called Sugar Rush. Shout out to that. Uh, Zumbo's Just Desserts. Crazy. If you like, if you want like a Willy Wonka themed baking show, watch Zumbo's Just Desserts. He made a dessert that had seven desserts in it. Oh my God. It was insane. It's what? crazy. Um, yeah. Makes so I, I won't go too much into that, but know, you uh, just made me hungry. yeah, don't you? watch it if you're starving. <laughs> you will you will eat like five plates of food in the course of watching <laughs> like a one season. Just start putting grab your ice cream out of your freezer. Grab like, yeah, like I was like <laughs> I was like oh I need like I've been eating Twizzlers all week and I think it's because of that show. <laughs> Twizzlers, <laughs> it's too much candy. That's funny. All right, so tell tell me what's up what's up with this news we got this week. We didn't get this. We only news. we only spent fifty minutes talking about. It's all good. I was I'm chilling this week. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's not too much going on. I'm chilling. Um. So first up, this is relatively big news. Um. Your boy Spidey back in the MCU. How how did this happen? So explain. I'm gonna try my best to not butcher the details, but <laughs> essentially, it has been confirmed that for one, we already knew that another a standalone spider spidey movie was happening um and as well as at least one future appearance in uh mcu like and in an unnamed mcu movie has been confirmed um so that's about all we really know Um, it should be it should the next one should be called like marvel cosmic crisis (laughs) (laughs) cosmic crisis that's where we're going right that's where we have to go i hope so i don't i don't want to see it if it's not the. i'm tired i'm tired of these earth level yeah threats raise the stakes yeah like i mean thanos was a little bit universe wide but let's we got the scroll the scroll in here he can only snap one planet at a time i want somebody who can (laughs) snap a whole universe where's galactus yeah, where's the uh, i'm trying to remember the shatari the, the shatari i think oh, yeah, from the Chitari. x-men aliens that was Get uh, them in here. That, no that was uh thanos's army oh then what are the what are the aliens from x-men the not the inhumans that's the movie who are the aliens from the X-Men? i could have sworn it was the shatari <laughs> but anyway, it might be them too they're um i think they know they kept talking to professor x in his head and messing with his head from space bring x-men in too like why not um it's time i mean that's gonna be like three two three years from now but anyway yeah but basically sony and and disney came to another deal um probably one where um if i had to guess it's probably something like uh disney will get most of the money in whatever movie spidey appears in and then in all the other movies sony gets the money or something like that it's it's i'm i'm happy i'm happy this is happening how do, how do you feel about this i'm i mean i feel like he should have never left i feel like they're just yeah. making things right you know what i'm saying yeah, like, yeah yeah we gotta stop like i think what happens is like people people make these movies they get all this stuff together and they go yeah we got it they make the movie they get the money and then they go oh money yeah money, money. Yeah, yeah. and then then i feel like there's this this group conscious guilt that hits where mm-hmm. they go well 
this isn't really true to the story yeah and the money is gonna be there like these movies are the highest level of successful and so it doesn't matter who gets what split it doesn't matter what one movie you gotta lose money on the money is going to be there and that's just like it so i feel like every once in a while it's okay to make a concession or two for the fans yeah. like cause i mean it's what, not like nobody's kid ain't going to college because spider-man you know wasn't solely owned sony, by sony. exclusive yeah like exactly. that's the part that's killing me is like we're just ta- we're just they're just arguing over uh, i can't buy my fifth yacht if yeah. we don't get <laughs> spider-man back exactly that's the best way to put it exactly um but no i still hope uh the venom spidey crossover happens at some point um i hope we can get the best of both worlds like we can get a sony spider-verse and a marvel spider-verse um maybe one in the maybe with the same spider-man i just want whoever made the last spider-man game to be able to make another spider-man game (laughs) yeah and my thing too oh you're talking about uh the the ps4 one you know that yeah that's a trilogy straight up (laughs) i'm like whoever as long as they get to keep doing their job i'm fine yeah that's a trill that's probably gonna turn into like a marvel gaming universe or something crazy like that um i wouldn't be mad about that at all but moving on from there um i put this on here we don't have to spend a lot of time on it but um i don't have i won't have a lot to input yeah it's, i don't play these games it's more of a it's less of a call of duty thing and more of a more of a overview thing that i was going for but modern warfare basically if y'all haven't heard activision made the spec ops survival mode a year-long ps4 exclusive and people are like mad about this like people are super so mad that about basically this. means that it's only playable on ps4 for a year yeah the whole game mode that's like the big like no no that people are upset about um and i don't i can't think off the top of my head of any other time this has happened where an entire game mode has been an exclusive and the other thing is call of duty a new call of duty comes out every year so a year-long like, exclusive in call of duty you might as well just make it exclusive permanently because you can't get mad though because it's like we just because games became more universal across consoles doesn't mean that inter-console competition doesn't still exist like this is why my dumbass still owns all three consoles (laughs) yeah so that i don't experience this loss you know what i'm saying i think the thing though the main thing is though is that they're ramping up this type of stuff like before it would be like an exclusive map okay that's fine an exclusive gun okay that's fine whatever but an entire mode it's like now you're restricting part of the 60 dollars that (laughs) someone is paying you know what i mean though yeah like so i think that's probably the more like it's like they're getting worse and it's activated so they're known for being um money that's hungry. not this isn't an uncommon thing like it's, i i mean it is for the mode thing yeah. but as far as like getting stuff that He's other exclusive. consoles don't get yeah absolutely um and i think pc has a big part of this too i think it's most of the outrage is coming from pc because xbox yeah. xbox you know you lost this generation you've lost every single exclusive of this generation like <laughs> every third party developer is gone on playstation so uh, y'all can i surprised. tell you can i tell you real quick when i kept having the bugs and control i yeah. was like ah, stupid <laughs> xbox and i'm like oh my god i'm playing on my playstation oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, just reflex blame terrible? Xbox. That's yeah, it. I was just like, this is a shitty Microsoft dealing <laughs> happening. This is why my game doesn't work. Oh, sorry, you know I'm always ready to hate, jump on that my Xbox hate train. That's hilarious. And it's so funny because we uh, all had 360s last generation. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And it, I, mine red ringed. Like, mm-hmm. I've been, I've, the only reason I talk right. so much crap is because I've been through all of the crap with right. each, with the console. I get, I get lucky with consoles, so I don't usually have to deal with any nonsense like my um, ps4 is eating disc all day and i'm like you precious you yeah. precious little piece of machinery yeah. you, keep, you can eat all the dish you want i'll keep playing and my xbox like glitches one time no. and i'm ready to punt it across the street it's like <laughs> the like, unwanted you. child oh my god i literally the other day i started it up and it was like my controller what doesn't auto connect anymore for some reason <laughs> so i turned the controller on and it just flashes till i actually get up and turn the xbox on and i'm like i literally just say come on you american dump truck just <laughs> turn on <laughs> oh my god i like it's just i'm oh, sorry it's like it's like having a stepchild <laughs> you yeah. just like uh don't want a stepchild i gotta deal with this one today <laughs> yo the xbox slender is hilarious it's horrible I'm but i was just like it. you you american piece of crap just <laughs> <laughs> run for like 20 minutes <laughs> oh man that's my point though like the xbox they know like y'all know like y'all are used to the abuse by now it's um, horrible i tried to use mixer the other day <sighs> yeah how just, is it? it wasn't i heard mixer i was trying as a to, I was trying to was watch really good i was trying to watch our brother i was watching him on the my laptop on mixer yeah but it was saying he didn't exist on the xbox really and i was just like i'm actively watching it right now xbox i know it exists. <laughs> like what are you talking about <sighs> but anyway oh, yeah sorry xbox picture picture interfaces <laughs> um but nah we don't we don't we don't hate xbox here we we love everybody <laughs> <laughs> i'm definitely getting a ps5 though um I mean, I'm gonna play State of Decay too. I'm gonna keep playing it. It's not that's not gonna stop me from playing the yeah. games. It's like you gotta put up with it for State of Decay. Um, but nah, hopefully, like I said, I I th- I kind of look at Activision and like EA when when stuff like this happens, the really really like kind of crossing the line stuff. Um, but I play on PlayStation, so I I I can't say I'm super upset, but I do empathize with y'all that are um but hopefully yeah, this like, doesn't hurt i was like you're bad. not mad because you have playstation <laughs> yeah and i'm playing on playstation so yeah and i'm like <laughs> i'm not mad because i try to cover my butt on this issue anyway yeah so exactly um but yeah and then another piece of big news um uh, maybe the biggest news this week last of us 2 dropped a release date trailer at the sony state of play and the game is releasing on february 21st 2020 um not too long after my birthday so I how did you feel about this new trailer because i have some thoughts i thought um let me see so i'm i'm excited for the game for sure um i think it's i'm kind of interested in where exactly they're going with the story like is it going to be all is it going to be all human focused this time because last time it was really focused on like it was kind of focused on like the virus and finding a cure and like these two characters relationship with each other but now it kind of seems like a almost like a revenge story um i don't know if that maybe that'll just be the opening of the game and they'll tell a whole different story after that but that's kind of just the vibe i got from that trailer and then um trailer spoilers seeing joel at the end 
I kind of don't know. I can't tell if he's alive or if it's just her like I imagination. I kind of think it's just her imagination. That didn't hit me as hard because I didn't know he was gone. Is he gone? That's what I I'm don't s- remember. Like I was like, no, I don't. He wasn't gone at the end of one. Yeah, he wasn't spoilers. gone. So I was like, <laughs> why is it so shocking to see him? But I think, I think people were assuming that because of previous trailers and they hadn't shown joel that maybe joel was dead they kind of didn't we we did see him because we saw him in like the very first trailer but i think it was like i think they were kind of hinting at the fact that he was an illusion like at least in that trailer it didn't he didn't I have to rewatch because i just yeah. remember the trailer where she's playing the guitar he like walks into the room behind her and he's like come on kid let's go yeah but then it i think then it it goes up like the camera goes up again and he's not there you know what i mean i didn't see that i have to check it out again but in this trailer it's like him like he's talking to her and that's the last thing you see so it's like i don't know really if he's just i think he's just a figment of her imagine i think he's dead like essentially i think maybe whoever she's trying to get revenge against either killed him or he died like sometime sooner or sometime earlier Um, i'm gonna have to do some trailer research but yeah the, um the game looks solid though the game looks really fluid um it looks like they're it looks very naughty dog yeah it does hopefully they they get um improve on the combat a little bit i say that with every naughty dog game because shooting and stuff isn't really there because i was gonna say this this most recent trailer which you said about the human because it's like up until this one i had the same fear as you i'm like it's, this is just gonna be walking dead where we're just fighting a bunch of angry hungry people yeah but then it was like the be very beginning of this trailer is like clicker screaming in your face yeah yeah that and too. very close up like over the shoulder like combat shots mm-hmm. which i thought were really interesting so i was like we're just gonna be like crazy ellie like, yeah absolutely just, that's what i was just murder say. ellie <laughs> i think it's gonna be very ellie focused now it's yeah. still gonna have that same naughty dog problem where you're a very you're supposed to have a relatable character but they murder like a thousand people <laughs> throughout the game I, I, it's still gonna have that but, with her, but with her, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna fit that's true because that's we we got a taste of that in the first game when joel is like sick yeah. for that whole section and you're like basically little On murder own, like murder child yeah so i think and they they Mur- murder chan let's be honest <laughs> naughty dog does a really good job of making you be like oh whatever she killed a thousand people who cares we still love yeah her. they kept saying that about tomb raider too and i'm like i her don't too, yeah. think <laughs> about i don't think about that those people were shooting at me first it's no, not but, like i went into a room of people who were like studying and i like blew everyone's head off it's like they no, were no. coming to kill me i don't think it's i don't think people are saying it in the fact that she's like a mass murderer i think it's more of that she came onto that island a civilian like never holding a <laughs> gun before and all yeah. of a sudden she's an expert with every <laughs> single firearm yep. in the, in the, i think you that's where fast. the problem is yeah. <laughs> like she's just fast. so proficient at it <laughs> um but no i'm excited still i can't it's 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 they show just enough in the trailer, I think, to make you. I still think wonder. I have the same, uh, like excited, anxious hesitation that you have for Death Stranding. I have, yeah, because for- I love the first Last of Us way more. Like I went into that game terrified and ended up loving it. Yeah. Um, even though it was a far cry from Uncharted tone wise, yeah. Um, I loved it, and so I'm looking forward to this one. But yeah, I'm super hesitant about I- what it's going to go through. I think the character story will be good, but one thing I think I'm going to do, and this may be taboo, I think I'm going to play it on easy, because <laughs> that's, that's just where I am with stealth games, like, in 2019, in 2020, it's never, I should say. 
this game, but I feel like this game a lot of the times gives you like there will be very small certain no, no, sections no, no. where you don't have an option, but there are many sections where you can just gun your way through if that's what you want to do. When you're sneaking through them clickers, <laughs> and you haven't made, you haven't found enough supplies to make a you dagger. Got no shivs. Yeah, you ain't no got shivs. no shiv. It's a it's a different game. <laughs> that drone grabs you, and you're just like, oh my god, not again! And you gotta start the whole thing. Oh my god, yeah, I'm. That inhuman noise. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna come to the conclusion and be be content with myself that I'm here for the story. <laughs> I'm here for the story. I should have played I played Last of Us One on normal. I played it there on hard. You can do yeah, it. Yeah, you're wild. No, you're wild. You can do it. I'm gonna you be so frustrated. <laughs> Unless you want me to rant on this podcast about Last of Us for its stealth gameplay. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> I wanna have good things to say. I just imagine you like going through this just one shot kill. Yes, like <laughs> on to the next section. Easy, done, like done. I'm just I'm cruising. Like the game can play for me if it wants to. No, we gotta. St- <laughs> you gotta. I'm challenging you. You gotta put that on normal. Shoot, Death Stranding too. If it's too stealth heavy, you but... you made it through Resident Evil on normal so far. Like the part you made it to, you made it through. <sighs> I can't play that game by myself though. That's the thing. You're creep walking so hard. Yeah, like it's it's too <laughs> stressful. Like it's so stressful. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, um, and then the last thing I put up here is it's is as obligatory as um what's that thing we always talk about Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> the kids, the things the kids talk about. Yeah. Um. This so is kind of mine, the precursor to Fortnite. I have way. not a lot of information on this. Um. I let me not be lazy and get a date um but minecraft earth i know there was a date it's coming next month um minecraft i was a minecraft fan years and years and years ago um Mm -hmm. i would play on on the computer and then eventually i also played on xbox quite a bit um but minecraft earth appears to be a minecraft overlaid on pokemon go or ingress for those who might remember ingress oh is that Um, what it is yeah, so it's going to be hmm. an augmented augmented reality game where you're collecting resources in the world uh, around you. I never I never um, put two and two together. Like when they first when Xbox or whatever first showed it at that one E3, I I never like made the connection with Pokemon Go. I don't know why until you just said it, but it makes so well, much sense. Well, I'm curious because it's like so they're saying you collect building resources from real world tappable. Yeah. In a way similar to Pokemon Go. Yeah. Um, but stops. so I'm assuming you're going to have to go to like special places to get special resources you might need. And then, but what they're saying is that you're going to build the world mm-hmm. on these things called build plates, which it says can be earned or purchased. Um, so I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's like basically you'll be creating like mini playsets for yourself mm-hmm. um, based on the resources that you collect. So for anyone who's interested, in, and still plays minecraft uh this might be something that you look into i'll be interested to see how it actually works out and yeah, definitely. Um, what it has you doing because you know maybe that's something i can pull out in the while i'm waiting for a raid to happen <laughs> i can pull out in minecraft Pokemon, just search back and forth between your yeah, old reality games because <laughs> oh. I, I have a feeling like i don't feel like there's a lot of these types of map setups i have a feeling the the points of interest will be probably pretty similar you don't play harry potter i don't uh 
Did you? I ever? know that's that's blasphemous for me to say, but uh, our niece asked me that a couple of weeks ago, and I was just like, I'm not gonna be having wizard battles out on the street. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's bad enough that I'm spinning a Pokemon for ten seconds in the middle of an intersection. I don't need to be having a wizard battle. A wizard on top battle. Of it. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, I it was been in the back of my mind to check out, but I haven't mm-hmm. heard anything about it. Okay, yeah, I haven't. I just heard when it was first coming out, and then it it kind of got quiet, and then obviously now i hear about pokemon go (laughs) but cool um but um i will ask if you have about do you have about 20 minutes yeah what you want to get into all right we can squeeze this section in here so just for you guys i've had this in our random topics for a little while but i think today will be the day that we discuss it now do we want to squeeze it or do we want to spend time on it no like we can do this in 20 minutes okay yeah Um, up to you Cause I don't. I mean, I don't know how much of a horror movie buff you are, so I feel like it's gonna be mostly me. Um, <laughs> so I won't say I'm a buff, but I do. I do. I have seen most horror movies. I will say. So let's let's make this real simple. What's your favorite horror movie that you can think of? Oh my god! Hold up, you gotta go first. Get, I, I need a second. Whoa, that. whoa! I need a second. Okay. I need a second. I I've been thinking about this for a couple weeks and um I think what I've come to is that for me personally um I think I think I have to go with a series of movies and for yeah. me it would be it's somewhere between Paranormal Activity and Insidious and I think it's laying yeah. heavier heavier heavily on Insidious. I'm going to say Insidious too just because the other thing I was going to say was probably going to make somebody mad what was it i was gonna say mama oh okay Just, no that's good i don't know why but something about that movie had like something about the way they use the cg and stuff and yeah it just had a creepy like because with horror movies i'm never i'm never scared of horror movies like i'll just say it i'm i'm never scared but i think what i go to them for now is to see who can who has the most or like the coolest aesthetic to it or like the coolest theme Mm-hmm. um i think that's kind of what i go to them for now and i just really like the theme and the the aesthetic and the way they did the cg and stuff in mama okay i would agree with you there i think um that one was a good one and be it that guillermo del toro was attached to it i think that i forgot about that actually yeah you're right <laughs> i forgot um but i would say the thought the reason i brought up this topic is because i was saying that i, I had watched something and i'm not Forgive me for not remembering exactly what it was, but I was like, horror movies need rules mm-hmm. or they're to me, they're less scary. And right. you would think that watching them, you would think that random would be better because it would be shocking. Mm-hmm. But it just becomes you when you're watching movies like that, that are have random horror and they don't have it simply becomes like you're playing a game with a kid that just makes up the rules so that he can win. Give me an example of a random horror movie. Um, I'm trying to think because there was a specific movie I watched. and It? it no, I don't think it was It, but it was something I had watched around that time. It was probably some Netflix movie does that it, was like... Does It follow the rules for you? It has rules. <clears throat> okay. I wouldn't say, and that's the thing. Like, it does. There's not a set set of rules that I'm thinking of. It's mm. just when the movie establishes its own rules. So, and like for it, them. yeah. So, for example, in it, it 
the rule is that like it feeds off the fear of children okay it comes it comes back every 27 years yeah and so it's like we have this set kind of pathway it's like okay there's a we might have this ability to defeat it but you know it can also do all these other things and it kind of it kind of plays on that blurriness because there's moments when it can hurt the children right and then there's moments when it can't and you don't clearly understand why so you're just like you spend time watching a movie and going like okay well why didn't it do this why didn't they do that and so that's the part you don't want that to happen when you're watching a horror movie you don't want to start questioning the logic too much right because it takes it pulls you out of it like it it breaks the immersion and i feel like it the reason i think we like insidious so much is because yes it does it in a very pedestrian fashion of having a character layout exposition Mm -hmm. but it gives you a very clear set of rules this main character has the ability to astral project into this other world right when you mess with the border between these worlds, other stuff leaks in. Right. Uh, when this person leaves their body, it leaves their soul vulnerable, and that's why all of these demons are coming because they want to take this kid's this body. body. Right. Like you understand all that, so then that then takes place in the back of your mind. Yeah. You're not worried about it, and you're yeah. just watching the story play out. Right. And they don't really and, deviate from from those things that that you just said that they right. established. And so there's been a couple movies I've seen recently where it's like they set up their own set of rules, but then they go off the track insanely. So then you mm-hmm. just find yourself asking all these questions going, well, why is it like this? Well, why is it like that? And right. you stop paying attention to the movie altogether. Right. And the, the other thing, too, is I think that's important for horror movies is you can't have characters be so obviously dumb in situations yeah. that you yeah. look at it and you're like well that would never in a millionaire years be me like you know what i yeah. mean like and i get it there's a there's a whole subsection of horror that's that which is like the the uh like cabin in the woods and stuff like that that's one thing that's a genre but yeah i think the the type of movies like we're talking about like insidious they're just people in a house like they're just people kind of living their lives and some weird stuff starts happening to them so I think that's kind of a better approach to me. And then the other approach that I really enjoy are, I really like sci-fi horror because I think it, I think they often do a good job of, even though like you can look at it and be like, well, I'm not going to be on a space station. It's believable enough to where you could be like, well, maybe if this was the future, then but it is, I could it, exist you here. can, you can put yourself in there when it's like a colonist or for example in alien like ripley was just like basically a trucker right right yeah like they were that was just a cargo ship and it just so happened that one of the cargo was really dangerous right right it was just a regular job she was doing yeah yeah like she wasn't like some space military person with like a bunch of training she was just a you know a trucker that had an accident right (laughs) right exactly Um, and but yeah i think that plays into it and then like you said having a a semi-believable character you can sometimes have a character that's a little bit you know uh, i guess we we usually call them like a chosen one or something like that there's Mm -hmm. something special about them but even in the horror movies where you have characters that have like paranormal abilities like um clairvoyance or something like that or they can see ghosts or whatever like you can still make it like sixth sense did a good job that kid could see ghosts but Mm -hmm. we really felt his pain Mm -hmm. because you know he didn't understand why he could see ghosts he Mm -hmm. was just like i see these people that other people don't see and they mess with me and i don't know what to do (laughs) right right and so that makes it like very very like that hits you in Mm -hmm. a place yeah 
but and people argue with me all day about paranormal activity not being a good movie i i think it's i like those series like up until like the last two it went on a little um, long like yeah it was like eight nine movies or something like, like that. one through three are pretty solid for me yeah, after yeah. that they get a little bit weird but for sure again it's like you've established they established some rules it's like this thing possesses um it chases a person yeah. you know they think it's a house it's not the house it chases a person yeah and then like you end up finding the overall story you know that has to do with some witches and a demon they're trying to summon and mm. all that kind of stuff but, and on top of that they kind of popularize that whole camera angle that yeah. whole like first person that found kinda, footage yeah found footage exactly yeah. they're the ones who kind of really i don't know if they're the first to do it but they definitely made it popular they were the first to like definitely make it popular and again though, i do people like that argue, too that they're bad movies because they don't need a huge budget but for me it's like those scenes like there's a awesome scene for me in the third film Mm -hmm. um in the third film your setup is like the the it's the two girls the two daughters and their mother Mm -hmm. um and the mother's boyfriend is like some sort of documentarian um Mm -hmm. And so when the stuff starts happening in the house, he sets the camera up and he rigs the camera up on the base of an oscillating fan. Mm-hmm. So you have this scene where the pan, the the camera is just slowly panning back and forth across a room. Right. And it's like, for me, I'm sitting there. It's like, you already know you're two movies into the series. I'm sitting there like staring at every detail of the scene because i'm like something's gonna change what's gonna change and it's like when i'm that hard focused (laughs) into like the scenery of a movie and then something happens like that's gonna get me because i'm not thinking about you know all the other plot holes and stuff it's like they've got me hard set on this mechanic where i know something's gonna something's gonna happen in a part of the frame i'm not looking at right right which is a good good strategy too yeah like they don't a lot of things they do in that they don't center things in that movie it's like something will happen in like the top left of the frame and it's like you often have to rewind or watch again to catch it Mm -hmm. so so one thing i'll say and i want to know how kind of how you feel about this too one thing that i think horror movies should start doing because they really don't at all now um i think right now horror movies are really focused on the scare too much um whereas i think so i'm gonna tie this back into video games so dark souls one of the reasons i really love dark souls is just because of how good the horror themes and designs are in the game i think if movie i think a lot of horror movies or horror movies in general should start being more like thematic and story driven as opposed yeah. to being about the scare like i would say have you ever seen the babadook yes i have yeah that um, that's that's what's coming in my head when you're describing this that's a good one too that i like um so yeah i just think that i don't think a lot of these movies are afraid to show the monster or monsters because they think it takes the scare away but if mm-hmm. you don't worry about that scare and you worry about designing these really awesome grotesque looking things that kind of stick in your mind after you watch the movie and Mm -hmm. i think if you craft like a story around them and a story around the main characters that isn't just like oh we're gonna kill off all these characters until there's one left or you know whatever like tropey horror story that that is out there now um but something that's really like character focused and there's like a goal or there's like a real plot to it um i think that would get me a hundred times more into like actually wanting to go see horror movies and like you know what i mean like 
in my yeah. damn sense. Because that, that happened um, in the, when I was watching uh, Carnival Row, we mm-hmm. talked about a couple weeks ago. There is a creature in that that comes in um, like a third of the way in, and it's kind of like a, a background plot line for a little bit of towards the end. Yeah. But it's like that creature, it was like a... It was like a moose. It was like a moose's body with like an uh, octopus's head, and then uh, it had some other stuff going on. But I'm like, you kept seeing like you would see uh, it would be in the shadows, and then you would see tentacles come yeah, out, right? Yeah. And then like another scene, like a couple episodes later, you'd see its silhouette, and it had antlers. And like so, mm. by the time you get to, the, and you're like, what does this thing look like? Yeah. And so it's like, yeah. By the time you actually saw it, I was like, that is like one of the coolest monsters. I, this is not a horror sure. show. And this is yeah. one. Of the coolest monsters i've ever seen yeah and that sticks with you like after you watch yeah. it like you, the way you just described the design to me most of these horror creatures and ghosts i can't describe the design like even insidious like i can't describe you what the ghost look like or the demon look like because one has been a, a little while since i've seen it and two it's it wasn't really ever that like they weren't like, ever you remember, overt about it you remember the red face guy yeah and that's, that's about, about it. it yeah they weren't ever yeah. overt the- about it yeah, and I would say yeah, in the, in the bride, those mm-hmm. are like the two like monsters that you see repeatedly that stick out. Yeah, and and it's on like a surface level. And I'll say I'll say uh, Stranger Things, they're I think on the cusp of beginning to do exactly what I'm talking about. Now they still kind of do have the at least the first season they were kind of like kept the monster hidden and stuff like that but towards the later seasons they weren't afraid to show it and like throughout mm-hmm. the whole entirety of the show there's been this plot going on and there's actually like lore in this developed world and it's not just like oh we're trying to we're just we're just making just enough story to get you to the next scare type of thing yeah so and I a think- lot of that can be argued like a lot of that can be argued out because of budget like a yeah. lot of times you just don't see the monster because they can't afford to show it to you right right so they need to start giving these horror movies disney budgets disney marvel budgets (laughs) like for real i think uh it's hard a horror movie with that type of budget with that type of with like just a continuous narrative in like a real developed world like a fully developed world that you could see yourself like existing in but yeah that's the way they should start going it's just one of the hardest genres because it's based on like shock and all and it's hard to do that repeatedly that's why i think they should stop like you should don't focus on that focus on the story (laughs) well no that's what i'm saying like there's only so many times you can hear or see a story that frightens you you know you kind of like as someone who was terrified like of any horror movie like Mm -hmm. seven years ago it's Mm -hmm. like i'm like numb now because i literally just dived into everything that i could find right right and then like every once in a while you'll get a gem where you'll go like it won't scare me but i'll go that was really good right. like that was a really good horror story exactly. and like like most recently that comes to mind for me and it, it was more of an i would say this is more of an action than horror it was a quiet place quiet oh you watched that yeah i didn't even know <laughs> i didn't even so, know it was out <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah but it has like like that's more that has more of a suspense horror to it like okay. it keeps you at a level of like yeah. just the whole like that's where the fear comes from and but then you see like an it where mm. like they completely relied on that jack-in-the-box like yeah. let's just have this really loud like bah! yeah and i will say it though to its benefit there are some cool disturbing looking things in there. oh the the um, creature design in it yeah like they should have abandoned the clown completely they should have yeah 
especially so i had a friend that i went to see it with and she was telling me about how in the books it's not a clown it's like it is really just describes this kind of like demon entity that's a shapeshifter. So I'm like, why did they focus on the clown? It could have been so much better if they yeah, focused the final on him form just being is like some kind of spider, right? Yeah, but it's still a spider clown. Yeah. And I'm like, why did they focus on this goofy looking clown? Like, yeah, sure, people are scared of clowns, whatever, whatever. But nobody's like deeply frightened, like to their core by this man with makeup on his face. Like yeah. they could have, they could have used the shape shifting thing to to get so grotesque and like just so out there with it, and they could have explored the instead of exploring this one like little clown saga, they could have explored it as an entity and like yeah. how he shape shifts and what he did throughout time. I think that would have been such a cool like imagine if in the this three hour because this was a long movie. Imagine in this <laughs> three hour movie, they kind of like time skip. They maybe they were in like medieval times, and they there's this some demon doing something and then they flash forward a little bit to like modern times and then they or they flash forward to like less than like the 90s or something and they flash forward to like modern times and i don't know i think i think that could have been a lot cooler if they explored the the lore behind the demon itself as opposed to just by behind it like surviving this long and yeah because the the kids is like a group of kids come together and they all for some reason find each other like that's the story that's been told so many times Um, right i think they could have definitely explored some of the richer lore behind that could now that we've got a remake that could definitely happen yeah it could it could for sure um but yeah like it depends on what kind of horror you're talking about generally because like i said there's like suspense and then there's mm. like shock and awe yep. and then there's just like there's some movies that just leave you feeling awful that's what at i like the end. i like being disturbed and off put like i like fe- i like i don't like leaving a movie like laughing like i don't want to ever laugh at a horror <laughs> movie yeah um none of that like anything that leaves you feeling unsettled yeah but yeah all all that to say like i'm just saying like i've noticed like i think you need rules because you one you need to know what to be afraid of right and then two it's like you don't want to you just don't want to get lost in the thought of like well this could have happened this could have happened why didn't they do this exactly that takes you out of the whole purpose it should make you feel like you could be in that situation you that could be you at any second and it makes you go home and think at night like you might look at the the shadows in your in your in your room a little different like that's right when it when it it did what it's supposed to do because there's one movie and i'm mentioning mentioning this mostly for you because i don't know if you saw it but it was called dark skies and Uh, it came out a few years ago it's not that long ago i would say within the last five it years it sounds super familiar was that the one about like aliens possessing yes humans? okay yes I think and i was like that. that was like one of the best alien like i don't think it'll get a sequel but it was one of the best alien possession movies i'd ever seen because yeah. it had the standard rules like the first contact rules of like right. this was happening this was happening right um and but it, it was kind of like parasite <laughs> but like yeah, less, like, less violent it twisted it like there was a twist in it where like something that you weren't expecting to happen happens yeah. and it's like they did all the traditional stuff but they did it in, in a new way yeah and it's like that's where i think you you find your your groove is like if you put your own personal spin on these rules that we all already know because right. that's inside like we grew up believing this stuff you know right. so it's like that's already ingrained so half the work is already done right and i while while you were just talking about that i think i came to an epiphany i think what i just (laughs) described 
in movies it is what anime movies do anime hard movies and shows do because now see i have yet to find an anime that has scared me at all that's what i'm saying so (laughs) because they're animated they lose that scare fact like you're not going to be scared of a cartoon right so they have to lean on the story they have to lean on the characters no 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 listen there was an episode i've been watching i don't know if you have you seen disenchanted on netflix I haven't, but I heard about it. Okay, so I just finished the second season of Disenchanted, right? Mm-hmm. There's this, there's these couple of scenes where, th- so they, they're like Futurama where they'll have funny, ha ha ha, episode to episode, but there's right, an right. overarching story. Right, right. And there's this thing where the main character has like this music box, like her mother dies, but then mm-hmm. she's having dreams where her mother's like, find this music box. Mm-hmm. And so the music box plays like the most eerie, like, <laughs> <laughs> Like use some music is very important too. Yeah, like I can't hum it right now, but it's very off putting. Like it like whatever key it's in is like made to unsettle you. Yeah. And so she opens the box, you hear like she throws it out into the ocean. She wakes up in the middle of the night to the tune playing right next to her. (laughs) And then like maybe I would say like five episodes later, you've forgotten about this music box. Right. And but she's back on this like one little quest and it's like she goes into this cave. It's completely black. Yeah. And you just hear click, 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 click. And then the it music starts box playing. starts playing. And I like, I'm sitting in bed by myself at night and I'm I just go, that. that <laughs> well, yeah. And I was like, that was the most horrifying animation. I Like that actually really? scared me. Like I got goosebumps because I was like, that's terrifying. That's like great, you've then. been trying to get rid of this music box. And it's like, you, she walks into this dark cave and you just hear the wind up noise. And it was like, oh yeah. my God. Like it actually, and I was like, whoa, like this yeah. isn't even a horror show. Yeah. <laughs> it terrifies the crap out of me. No, that's... But I won't say it's in impossible but you're right it's hard to do yeah i won't say impossible because you know what else that makes me think of that what? we used to watch courage yeah courage, courage. but was courage was just under the eerie. skin creepy yes, yes. it courage. was eerie yes. i won't even say it was scary it was just unsettling but and they, eerie. they hit it right on the mark like there was yeah. never like like just the 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 different i don't know it was just weird like the dude who would shit like shaving things like <laughs> it was just I, oh man courage courage is in the gem. fly i was remember episode with the fly that was like sucking up all the trash yes. and stuff uh, uh yeah courage yeah, shout out Mr. to you because like generally or genuinely off-putting as a kid and even now as an adult return yeah. the slab like <laughs> oh my gosh uh. oh man yeah they they had they would have some like because i get that fear i have that fear and i think it's from courage it's like when you look off into like say you're like <laughs> driving on a a, a a small road at night and it's like a cornfield and it's like yeah. my headlights just shining out into that dark abyss yeah. like there was so many scenes in courage where it's like he's just staring out into that desert of farmland yeah. or like some fall something just, just appears like, what is there yeah oh my <laughs> anything gosh. could be there oh my gosh yeah i don't know so, how yeah. they did it but they did it with that show but yeah last thing i'll say is like when you were tying things into video games it just made me think of it's like a lot of these like movies now like you said have jump scares and i think yeah. that's because all the horror games the people play in this last like five years have been like freddy five nights at freddy's yeah it's, it's video Slender games Man, completely like, different though you you i think video well, games, it is, but i I'm think they saying, spoiled like, us i think they spoiled i think us people were seeing that trend and it's like no this is what we, we need loud jump scares yeah yeah that makes sense so um 
but yeah video games i think i think they spoiled us just because you're in the world like you can't you're never in a million years going to get that feeling from a movie unless you're doing like the 4d experience at universal or something like that right you're just not going to feel the same tension as as when you're the person in the situation you have to make the decisions under pressure like yeah so uh, games are special for that demon slayer does it pretty well i told you there's a couple scenes with those spiders where yeah. i was like yo get those us out of this forest yeah. <laughs> and then yeah like like i said the scene in disenchanted but yeah you're right about the animation side for sure for sure um but, but yeah, yeah um that's the end of that little discussion for now that was a solid um, topic i, I apologize like i didn't have more examples ready that's uh, all good but um so yeah uh we're gonna push uh anime corner to next week because we yeah. both have some stuff to catch up on we um, both gotta watch the finale of demon slayer so we'll update y'all on that <laughs> so you can send your angry screams about no anime corner <laughs> to sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com um and you can find me on twitter at t-i-f-f-i-n-i-j-21 and you can find me at y-o-t-i-z-z-l-e-r and guys until until next week we'll see you it's been a blast thanks for listening y'all peace Ooh, <laughs> podcast goes <laughs> ah. <laughs>